Podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is One Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast that talks about all things magical and lovely and all things that don't quite work out or maybe sell out a little bit on your favorite made-for-TV romances. The kind that you find on Hallmark, Lifetime, Up TV, Netflix, Meow, Meow, Meow. You know them all. That's what we're talking about. In fact, you probably don't know them all because there's probably more than we even know. That's probably true. <laughs> um, so this is not our regular podcasting day, which means it's somebody's birthday. Happy birthday. Um, so this is our special birthday episode for a special listener who uh, reached out and specifically asked for a birthday episode. And we decided we were going to uh, comply. I mean, we... We do know her IRL, so that helps. <laughs> um, uh, she knows it's her birthday, so we're not going to call her out by name at this point. But uh, we picked this movie based on her likes, I guess. Yes. Is, is the way to put it. That's, that's why this movie is today, as opposed to potentially later in the season. Yes. Yeah. We must mm-hmm. show how much we love her by giving her this movie specifically. <laughs> yes. Yes, um, you know, because her, her personality isn't quite on the, like, rom-com, made-for-TV rom-coms, but this one comes pretty close, I think. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about a movie that uh, on Hallmark Movies Now is called You Cast a Spell on Me, but on other platforms it's sometimes called A Kind of yeah. Magic. Um, and it... First aired on October 6th, 2015. Um, and I think it's important to say that this was directed by Tosca Musk. Yes, she is Elon's sister. And um, in case you are unfamiliar with her work, this is what she does. She directs romance movies. That's like, she founded Passion Flicks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just, just kind of putting her out there in case we've never talked about her before because uh, she she definitely also directed a Cinderella Christmas <laughs> um she's she's done some other ones <laughs> I forgot she directed that yes that's she so did funny. that's why I think she and uh Emma Rigby are so uh Emma Rigby is in like half of her stuff it's funny um oh, yeah. so according to the internet this is what this movie is um Matt the son of a prominent witch family is expected by the witches' council to marry his good friend Lizzie. But when Matt meets Sarah, a psychiatrist, his magic fails him and Sarah discovers that she suddenly gained magical powers. And this stars Hallmark favorite Nikki DeLoach and Ryan McPartlin. Captain Awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, uh, Sarah Kane, played by Nikki DeLoach, is a psychiatrist. She runs her own practice, has a dog, a boyfriend overseas, and is generally happy with her life. Of course, things aren't perfect. Her friend Lacey is sort of a self-absorbed 
lady and her boyfriend is basically MIA all the time. Um, he's in like Sweden with the he's a hedron collider or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I you know, is that the one hedron collider? Yeah. Cool. There you go. Science. Science. <laughs> um, but you know, life could be worse. Uh, plus, it's the end of October, and she absolutely loves Halloween. Ryan McPartland plays Matt Andover, a 35-year-old warlock, a.k.a. male witch, uh, who Mm -hmm. works as part of his family's magic juice company. Um, And from this movie, I kind of thought it was like a Jamba Juice, where the additives are not like protein powder. It's like healing spells. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's secret. So one has to be in the magic community to know about magic. So, you know, they have these like, this juice cures your cold and it does because of magic, but you don't know why it does it because you don't have magic unless you have magic. Anyway, so Matt is able to like charm people throughout his life and make things go his way um, when no one or at the very least only just a few people are the wiser. Um, but if someone goes unmarried by their 36th birthday, lore states that they will lose their powers. Dun, 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 dun. So, uh, three prominent witch families run the juice company. We have the Paris family, the Tate family, and the Andover family. Colin Tate is Matt's best friend, but he no longer works at the business since he is one what might, he is what one might call a squib. For those of you who don't know what a squib is, that is a non-magical offspring of magic parents. So someone in the magic community who does not possess powers. Um, we are still pissed at JK, but whatever, the word is very helpful, so thank you. Um, Lizzie Paris is also a close friend of Matt's. Um, since she's basically the only young female witch around, their parents think that they should marry to save Matt's powers. While, they're, while they are very much not in love, Matt and Lizzie both agree that they should probably get married. So, Colin throws a Halloween party about a week before Halloween. And, of course, since they're best friends, Matt is there. And so is Sarah, having been brought by Lacey. And while Lacey is distracted by some guy who is unimportant, Sarah meets Matt outside in the backyard. Uh, And when he tries to charm her via magic, it doesn't work. So he thinks she must be a real witch um, because she is, you know, dressed like a witch. And since, because, you know, Halloween. And since she's dressed like a witch, she doesn't think it's odd that he starts talking to her and calling her a witch because she is a witch. She's dressed up as one. That's her costume. Um, And they end up spending the whole night together, uh, just like talking and drinking wine. Not a bad evening. Lots and lots of wine. We'll we'll get into it. (laughs) (laughs) So in the morning, um, which is basically still the same night because neither of them have gone to bed, um, Matt and Sarah decide to basically keep their special night special. They're not going to exchange numbers, etc., since they are both officially with other people. Um, so they go their separate ways. But before they do, they do share a kiss. And, oh, you silly witches, one, one kiss, kiss means forever! <laughs> so, obviously, they don't listen to the podcast. And if they did, it would save them a lot of heartache. But when Sarah goes to grab a cab... 
one immediately shows up for her. Hmm. Hmm. Isn't that a little fishy? So things start going weird almost immediately. Uh, Sarah's pen starts, like, floating, and it freaks out a a patient that she has at her psychiatry practice. And Matt tries to grab a smoothie, and instead he ends up blowing up the blender. And then Sarah wishes that Lacey would disappear for, like, 30 seconds, and she actually does. And Matt causes a cyclone in his backyard. So Sarah is getting some magical powers, and clearly Matt's are, like, malfunctioning. So Matt knows that something is obviously wrong, (laughs) of course, but he initially thinks that maybe Colin's father has hexed him, since they're having a disagreement about a potential buyout of a competitor, and Mr. Tate seems to think that he's being forced out of the juice business. Business drama. Um, (laughs) But when Mama Andover does some magic, she realizes that something else is going on. Matt's powers are being siphoned off. Possibly because he has fallen in love with a mortal. So Matt, in a full, like, the lady doth protest too much uh, situation, like, admits that he <laughs> he absolutely does like Sarah, but he, he he's not in love with her. He barely knows her, and they only kissed once. Um, and that there's got to be some mistake. But now he has to find Sarah to figure it all out because, you know, she's siphoning off his powers some way, somehow, like... They, they need to, he needs to get it back. Um, but he didn't get her last name or her, her number because that's what they decided to figure out. And uh, so it's kind of hard to track down Sarah. <laughs> like, that's just not yes. very much information. Um, he knows she has a boyfriend named Alex who works at the Large Hadron Collider. Uh, but even that is a dead end because apparently no one named Alex is listed as working there, um, which this plot... N- gets completely dropped so i don't know maybe alex was lying to sarah about working there we we never find that out this never comes back <laughs> no or he's a has a different name or something yeah knows. right i have no idea <laughs> matt ends up bringing in both colin and lizzie to help uh lizzie is not at all upset that her fiance kissed someone else since one look at colin and now they might be together so like (laughs) they're like kind of colin and lizzie are definitely vibing um so whatever not in love anyway Um, (laughs) plus if matt really is in love with this other girl the two of them are not getting married and since they were always just really good friends Anyway, like, everyone's good. Everyone is fine. It's like, I don't care if you love her. I kind of love someone else. Whatever. So one obstacle is taken care of. On the other side of town, Sarah decides that she needs to break up with Alex. So second hurdle cleared. Awesome. (laughs) So the witches call on dead great-grandma to help. And um, it is a very rare thing for magic to be transferred to a mortal the way it is with Matt and Sarah. Um, but great gra- dead great-grandma instructs them to find a psychiatrist, which helps Colin remember that his friend Lacey knows a psychiatrist named Sarah. Ta-da! 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 So Matt goes and makes an appointment. So while Matt goes to his appointment, Lizzie and Colin go to the Juice Company board meeting. Since they are now together, yay, Colin wants back into the business, um, even though he's a squib. 
Plus, their current accountant sucks, so there's a job. Good thing Colin is really good at numbers. <laughs> he stands up to his parents to let them know that he is his own person, regardless of magical ability, and that the buyout is a really good investment. So next problem is now off the table. So Matt meets Sarah for his appointment and confesses that the magic she's had for the last few days is really his and that witches and warlocks are real. <laughs> that must be a fun day. Uh, so they go back to his mother to get the magic transferred back to Matt. During the transference, which seems to go pretty much fine, Matt and Sarah are pretty mesmerized by each other, you know, because true love and all that. Uh, and they end up kissing again. Uh, so Matt gets his powers back. But he goes with his gut, and it turns out that Sarah has powers, too. She's her own kind of witch. Talk about luck there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! So Halloween night is a huge party. It was supposed to be Matt and Lizzie's wedding, but now it's basically a coming out party for Sarah. She's part of the witch club. Hooray! She has powers, and she has Matt, and so all is well. Plus, Colin starts showing magical abilities. What? Sort of like Jack-Jack a little bit at the end. So, <laughs> Jack-Jack plus 35. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's a tidy little bow there, movie. And while they discuss the future, including kids and a first date <laughs> sometime in the future, Matt and Sarah kiss. And since... One, one kiss, kiss means forever. forever! We know what the first date will lead to. Yowza. So yeah, witches. <laughs> witches. Which witches wristwatch works. So there's a couple, there's not a ton of what the fuck moments in this for me. They're really just like little throwaway things. Yeah. Um, but there's a couple things I want to just bring up. Um, first of all, I don't know if this is something that you caught and maybe this is me reading into shit too much because this is how my brain works. But Colin and Lizzie and all I could think is Mr. Collins is Lizzie. Oh my God. <laughs> I am ashamed that my mind did not go there actually. Uh, I did have, there's just a few little like things that I was, I thought was funny um, that uh, they have the spell book that his mother uses is called the joy of spells. I wrote that down too. It looks just like the joy of cooking, yeah. but it's the joy of spells, which I thought was so funny. I really, really like that. Um, and then uh, I also enjoyed that um, in at the Halloween party at the beginning, uh, in the outside in that little there's like a weird little like backyardy thing um with the picnic table and the main decoration is a blue coffin like shaped thing <laughs> and that just says blue casket on it <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like of all the things like what <laughs> about this movie is I I know we say a lot of what the fuck moments but I think that we could definitely say there's a lot of really great moments about this movie we this is a Marvista movie 
So yes. I'm putting that out there. We've talked about Mar Vista, which I think just as a rule means not high production quality. Um, yeah. And it's all, and I feel like with this movie, it's almost a little bit of a shame because I think that this is a fun story. Yes. I think the actors are, I'm a, I like Nikki DeLoach just fine. Ryan McPartland is just so cute and adorable. Um, but it, I feel like they just needed a little bit more money and maybe a little bit more time. And this could have been really fun. Like yeah. maybe not, maybe not a theatrical release, but something yes. else. Yeah. I, I understand that. I understand that. It was just like very sweet and, and cute. And I think um, it's funny in terms of, like, I, I just love movies about witches when witchcraft <laughs> is real, like Hocus Pocus, I'm yeah. on it, like, just, I love it. And the fact that these witches find their niche in juice marketing, <laughs> I thought was so funny. Because at first I was like, I'm not quite sure why witches would get into the juice business of all things. And then I realized, oh, that's basically a potion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going on a Buffy binge right now. And um, Willow says something in one of the um, episode I recently watched where she's like, yeah, everybody thinks that they're a witch if they've got a, access to a, a spell book and a spice rack. And <laughs> I was like, that's kind of right. Where like all yeah. of these herbs just like make you feel things and that's magic to me. So yeah. Yeah, good job, witches sure. and your apothecary. Um, there are a lot of really fun, funny things about this movie. Like we, mm-hmm. you talked about my joy of spells. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also really love that during the Halloween party when they meet, one of the ways that he tries to charm her is by giving her green Mm -hmm. (laughs) M&Ms. And I thought that that was really, really funny um, because they're supposed to make you horny. Yep. Um, And just a little play on play of that you so beautifully wrote in your synopsis of, Oh, so you're a witch. Yes, I'm a witch because she thinks he's playing. I thought it was so cute and that, so funny. It was a quite a sweet little moment there. I agree. Um, yeah. The one thing I do want to bring up about that scene, though, is uh, I thought about it. So they have um, three bottles of wine between the two of them. But it's all night. And she leaves at 7 a.m. And it doesn't seem that late when they meet. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're talking three bottles of wine, two people, over, like, eight to ten hours. It's actually not that much wine. <laughs> yeah. I Actually, I guess that's a, I think, yeah, I guess that's a really good point. I suppose it was, like, ten o'clock when they started talking. Yeah. So. Right. I felt really bad, though, because she was like, I have a patient in, like, 30 minutes, so I got to go and shower and become not a witch. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I also thought that whoever did the costumes for this had a really interesting scheme. Because I don't know if you noticed, but, like, it wasn't quite like each family had their own color scheme, but it was almost like, Lizzie mm-hmm. was always in, like, red Reds. or, like, a dark color. Yeah. Um, Colin and his family are always in, like, black, like, almost exclusively. And mm-hmm. Matt and his mom are always in white or cream or some kind of light color. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I, I'm surprised that I I'm missed that. But, yeah, you're totally right. Yay, I did a thing. You did a thing. Um, yeah. That's... 
Um, the last kind of only what the fuck moment that I um, want to kind of mention mm-hmm. is when Sarah figures out that she has magic now and she's trying to test it. She's like, okay, um, I want cookies right now. And then cookies fall from the sky, but they're <laughs> the kind of cookies... Like, it's literally cookies that you would have bought in the grocery store because they're in, like, the plastic clamshell <laughs> as if she got them from the grocery store. And I'm thinking to myself, if I wanted magic to conjure me cookies, why would I choose the shitty grocery store ones that taste like plastic and, like, dirt? Like, why? Right, it's like, those are that not the cookies I want. so sad. And, like, they feel like that was just funny laziness from the movie just to be like, here's the goddamn cookies, so keep them in the box. <laughs> Done. Uh, but yes. that's all I really want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Hallmark Hallmarks. Hallmark Hallmarks. Um, being really, really into a holiday. Mm. Yeah. Usually it's Christmas, but today we have Halloween. Um, in in a similar fashion, we have the deadline being that holiday. Otherwise known as Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Um, we definitely have empty coffee cups. Um, there's a an existent but essentially missing boyfriend. Oh, right. Uh, we have meddling parents in love life. Yes. We have that the friend is anti-current boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have that the um, uh, supporting characters are in love with each other. Yeah. Um, this is less of a Hallmark Hallmark and more of a magic movie Hallmark in that there always seems to be that non-magical child <laughs> of yeah. the magical parents. There always seems to be that squib is is in the plot somehow. <laughs> um, I surprisingly just don't have any more, I guess. I don't have any more either, so. There you go. We were too busy watching the movie. Yeah. Um, how about Pretty Parade? Um, so Lizzie was uh my favorite in terms of clothes. I just loved her look. She was sharp businesswoman in like a really pretty classy way. Yeah. Um, specifically she was wearing these like red suit with buttons at the beginning of the movie and I was like, This looks fantastic on this woman. That was my pretty parade. My pretty parade was at the end of the movie at their Halloween night big thing. They have these taper candles in glass bottles, which mm. I just thought was so pretty. Um, and, and at some point, um, Nikki Deloach is wearing a white skirt with flowers on it, which I mm-hmm. thought was really fun considering she's going to end up with Matt and she was wearing white yeah. also. Um, I just always admire when people wear white because living in a city, I never want to wear it because you're going to get dirty in two seconds. Right, right, for sure. Um, did you have any across the universe? I did. Go for and it. And I don't know if maybe this, if you have the similar one, but... I don't, so go. So, as we discussed, Tosca Musk is the director of this film. Mm-hmm. And Brian McPartland drives a really expensive-looking yellow <gasps> car, which happens to be a Tesla... And Tesla is owned, obviously, by Elon Musk. So when I I saw that, I was like, I can't wait for this across the universe. 
I missed that completely. Yeah. I knew it was the yellow car that was expensive, but I didn't know what kind of car it is because cars just look like cars and I don't know anything. Yeah, no, uh, I think towards the end of the movie, (laughs) you see the back and it says Tesla. And I was like, oh, how convenient. (laughs) Which also kind of makes me a little bit mad because I kind of want Elon to give his sister some more money so she can make better quality films. I will say... As a subscriber to Passion Flicks, because I freaking love it, <laughs> which are definitely not Hallmark quality because these people have sex like they're they're like porn without the porn part. Love they're it. like the stories that become porn later. I'm down with it. Uh, you know, it's it's because they like legitimately take like romance novels and make them into movies. And they do a, I think those, they do a pretty good job. Like, there's been a few where I've actually read the book, and it's mm. like, oh, no, I see, like, and, and they're, you know, they're not the highest quality actors, because I'm sure a lot of people don't want to be in, like, you know, like, it's, I wouldn't call it porn, it's not porn, but it's, I know you mis- mistook it for porn once, so. <laughs> nice. I think you made me watch one with I'm, Thomas I think Bidouin. I made yeah, I did because that one that one's on the lower end of the the pornography like spectrum. They're currently working through a. They made one that's uh, five hours long, and so they're putting it out in segments. And the the second segment came out this past week, and so I was watching it, and like these two people have yet to have sex, and it's driving me absolutely crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, just fuck already! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> But that's all I had for Across the Universe. I didn't have an Across the Universe. That was great. I loved it. Thank you. Uh, Supporting shout out. Oh, um, oh, I had, did you have any new and noteworthy? Oh, I missed that completely. Yes, I did, actually. Um, my new and noteworthy is that she calls him on planning their future before they've had a first date. Nice. (laughs) Like, right at the end, he's, like, talking about their future and their kids, and she's like, maybe we should go on a date first. (laughs) like there we go we talk about that a lot on this podcast (laughs) right it's like oh no right because they need to like have a relationship to start to have a future um my only new and noteworthy um but well i had that they are actual witches which you don't often see in movies like this Mm -hmm. unless it's the good witch (laughs) (laughs) um but uh we don't often see an arranged marriage that's true so, I thought that was new. Yeah. And noteworthy about the three bottles of wine, only because you don't really see them go through more than a glass in movies like this. Yeah, that's true. So. That's true. All right, supporting um, shout-out. Supporting shout-out. My supporting shout-out, for sure, is Colin and Lizzie, because I love them. Yeah. Like, I just love them as characters. I love their love story, which is basically goes from... Her being, at some point, being like, I always thought I would marry him, but, like, I haven't seen him in a long time, too. Oh, we're together and getting married now. <laughs> like, in the span of a glance. I don't know. <laughs> when it's right, it's right. I also thought that Colin was adorable, but my um, my supporting shout-out is, um, is the mama. Because, mm. mm-hmm. do you know, okay, so first of all, like, the mama was just so funny. I Well, she was goofy with her spells and things like that. I thought that was really fun. But one of my favorite lines that she had was when they're figuring out how his magic got siphoned off, she says, 
Honey, if you had fallen in love with a mortal, you would have told me, right? <laughs> but I get a, I did a little digging. Do you know who that actress is? No, I don't know who that is. She is who Harry was supposed to marry in When Harry Met Sally. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought that was crazy. Like, she, she's definitely done, like... She was. She had a lot of high profile things in like the eighties, and I thought that was so oh. cool. <laughs> that is fun. So anyway, that's my supporting shout out. Yeah. All right, kiss meter. Kiss meter. Um, I did both kisses: the party kiss and the last kiss. Uh, there. I have three. Um, oh. I think the last. Uh, because I did the like they're doing the transference with the mom kiss too. I don't know why I didn't think about doing that one. <laughs> All right, so let's do party kiss. Okay. Um, party kiss, I gave a 6 to a 7. So a 6.5, okay. I'll say, because I felt like they really wanted a kiss, and like I, I was totally there for that kiss between those two people, but mm-hmm. it was really tight-lipped once it was happening. I, I was nicer than you and said it was a 7.5. Um, okay. I did say it was very be- basic and not deep, um, I didn't. I don't think I minded the tight lip as much because it had a sweetness to the idea that it was like a a goodbye and a, like this is not gonna actually happen kind of kiss. That it didn't bother me that it was tight lipped, but I would agree with you that it was. I feel like I would just loosen up a little bit if it's the one <laughs> kiss I'm gonna have with this handsome stranger. <laughs> Um, so the second kiss I have, which is the one where they're doing the transference, um, I gave that one a nine. I thought that one was pretty good. Um, especially cause he does this little like lip lick thing at the end or, you know, like a little, like, yeah, like a, a little, nice. like, I just want to keep it. Uh, but it, it can't be a 10 because it's in front of his mom. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you because I remember it and whatever. I just didn't write it down. Um, My final kiss is um, I said it was an eight um, because they're like together in the party. It was really, really sweet. It was good contact. It just felt like it was like really uh, a comfortable moment between two people that were going to spend the rest of their lives together. So that is exactly what I said. A hundred percent. Reasoning and number. (laughs) Hooray! Oh, Hannah, it's like we should be partners in something or something. (laughs) Uh, So, Katie, would you watch this movie? Uh, resounding yes, ma'am. Um, although I, I, like I've just said, I'm a little disappointed with the production quality and I'm actually, uh, I was like bummed at the lack of actual screen time that the two lovers have with each other. Like they really yeah. only have that party. And then when they get together, like maybe only like yeah. four minutes of screen time. But I yeah, did think the story was seriously cute. Um, yeah. I kind of want them to make a sequel only because I want to know more about this type of witch that Nikki Deloach <laughs> is. They call her an right. aorist, which means that yeah. she can, like, adapt her powers to what's around her. And I would like to know more. <laughs> yes. So. I, I think that's completely fair. Um, I, 
also agree that this is one that I find adorable and it's a little bit different than your standard Hallmark and that makes it more interesting to watch um you know and as long as you like go in with eyes wide open of like the quality that you're getting like yeah. it's really cute uh, hey, play was... your hocus pocus drinking game and then watch this it'll be really good time <laughs> is there a hocus pocus drinking game let's do it let's make one up it, it, some of it has got to be when they show the picture of the, the house in the house that's my favorite bit of hocus pocus <laughs> <laughs> Every time Bink says something sassy, drink. <laughs> what? <laughs> Every time they say virgin, drink. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they say book. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Sarah wants to have sex with someone. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's just chug the whole movie. <laughs> just drink, 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 drink. I love it. I love that movie so much. And I liked this movie. Um, well, this is a zippy episode. Yeah. Happy That's birthday, okay. best friend. Happy. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um so make sure as always to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and um Facebook at One Kiss Means Forever. One K I S S M E A N S for E-V-E-R. Um, yeah. Yeah. And if you want to email us all of your favorite uh, drinking games and corresponding movies, um, please email that at, that us to us. Oh, my God. Am I drinking already? <laughs> Is this a game? Do you play a drinking game with us? You can email us at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com like it is spelled out in the logo. Uh, make sure to rate and review us on whatever podcast platform you use. As always, thank you to Flint Pastures for our intro-outro music. His stuff is on Spotify and SoundCloud. Hooray! Hooray! Uh, see you guys soon! Happy yeah. fall! Sort of Happy fall! Happy birthday! Happy... I don't know. I don't want to say happy back to school. That sounds real bad. So we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Happy one month till countdown to Christmas. <laughs> it's probably, it's like a month and a half. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Wow, I need water, I think. The seltz is going to my head. <laughs>